0: Hey girl, hey, welcome to another episode of the Mom Life Happy Hour podcast. Today, we are gonna be re-airing one of our favorite episodes of 2022 and it's the episode of things we wish we could tell our younger self. So in the spirit of reflection, being that it is the end of 2022, we thought this would be a good episode to take another listen to and we hope you guys find value and enjoy it. Happy New Year, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Hey girl, hey! Welcome to the
1: Happy Hour Combos Podcast. When was the last time that you actually went out to a happy hour?
0: Do you feel like it's hard to make friends in your 30s? Are you desperate to escape from your overly scheduled life? We want you to know that you are not alone. We get it.
1: Trust us. I'm Keisha, a 30 something newly divorced mom of two, work from home entrepreneur, starting my life over from scratch. I'm Rebecca, a 30 something corporate working mom of two, married to my high school sweetheart. Join us weekly for real deal girl chats because adulting is hard and leaving happy hour behind is not an
0: option. So grab your drink of choice because the best combos always happen over cocktails. Cheers! Hey, girl, hey! Hey, what's up? How are you? I am living the dream. I got <laughs> out of my hot tub. So girl. I'm living the good life. Although I'm kind of like, oh, I'm gonna go to bed now. because right. my body temperature is like 102. Oh Lord, your body's nice and
1: relaxed and it's like lay down, miss. <laughs> yeah.
0: And last night it's nine o'clock, nine oh six right now. I was in bed asleep by nine twenty.
1: Wow. That's awesome. I should have came by for the hot tub. I you could definitely totally use totally it. Have. I
0: know. Even though it's super, like, I mean, it's freezing in New Jersey right now, right? Like it's. It's like one of the coldest days, I think they said, in like three years. I, I told Bianca today, my three-year-old, I was like, "Is this the coldest day of your life. <laughs> That's true. Literally. That's a good point. <laughs> really cool. But the hot tub is amazing. Like the hot tub was 104. Wow. It was like, oh, if I only had a drink, I just had water. But And that's and I'm the opposite. I had a <laughs> glass of wine already. So I'm like
1: <laughs> after this, I'm going right to bed. Nice. <laughs> um, um. I said that's fair. Yes. Well, I mean, do do? Yes. How's your um week been though? I feel like it's been a while, but I just saw you a few days ago. But yeah.
0: <laughs> it's you know what? So first of all. Like, I texted you earlier today. I thought today was Wednesday all day, basically, (laughs) until I texted you. I don't even know what time I texted you, but I started being a full fledged panic thinking our episode airs on Wednesday. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't find it. I'm like, something, (laughs) I did something wrong. I did something wrong. So then I realized, oh yeah, it's not Wednesday. It's Tuesday. (laughs) We all have (laughs) those. As they're listening, we record these on Tuesdays and not Wednesday. Live (laughs) on Wednesdays. Right. That is going to take a little
1: while, I think, to get used to. And then we're always like a- ahead. We're a week yeah. ahead. So that's, yeah, that's the thing. But no, it'll, it'll be all on time. And I'm glad it's going to launch properly.
0: <laughs> yeah. So how's your week been since I've seen you?
1: Um, since you've seen me, it's been interesting. Um, definitely not the best week. I've been out of commission physically. But um, I feel better right now. I'm thankful for this
0: moment. (laughs) I'm taking one moment at a time. That's good. Good Yes. Um, Since you're out of commission, are you watching any trash TV?
1: (laughs) Honestly, I've been doing a lot of, I guess, work. Like I've been trying to do uh, social media stuff, stuff for the business, because everything is all, you know, on my phone and on my laptop. So I've been trying to be as productive as possible. What have I been watching? So my default, whenever... I don't feel like watching anything new It's just to go back and watch old episodes of Real Housewives of Atlanta. <laughs> so, I'm watching like the season with um, when they like first bring on Eva. Okay. And uh, what was her name? Shamari. I think it's like season 10 or 11 or something. So that's my default. It's just background noise,
0: honestly, (laughs) because I know everything that's going to happen. I can't say I've ever went back and watched any of them, honestly. Really? I don't think so. I'm not not really a huge TV watcher anyway. So for me to watch something twice, I got to be in love with it. Like, oh, I'm...
1: I find it like I don't know it's like comforting for me like it's hard for me to actually watch something new like I have to have someone with me or they have to like force me to be like oh you want to watch them like sure (laughs) because I'll watch the same stuff that like I don't know it's just something comforting about it like I know it's gonna happen (laughs) I'm so the
0: opposite like I'm just like one and done really yeah I've watched Encanto like seven times
1: but I've seen so many like little TikToks and memes about how adults are loving it more than um <laughs> more than even their kids. Do
0: you kind of love it? It's good. I'm the, yeah. I'm, I didn't love it the first time, but, you know, and I can watch. It's very musical. Right. So and the kids like it. So it's good. Yeah,
1: I do like it more. The first time I watched it or tried to watch, it, I was just like,
0: what? But no, the more Olivia watches it, the more I watch it. Yeah, it's it's a good one, I think. There's no villain. Like, there's no, like, mm, called-out right. villain other than the grandmother somewhat, but it's good. I like it. I do like it. Yeah. Bruno's song is, like, in my head all day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it is good. I think, what's his name? Lin-Manuel Miranda or something. The guy who did um, Hamilton.
0: Oh, he, I know. He, I think
1: that. he wrote the songs for this as well. Oh, wow. All of them? Yeah. I think so. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Or, like, was, like, the, you know producer or something for it oh, they're catchy I'll give them yeah them. yeah
0: um have you gotten a chance to watch uh what we talked about last week selling Tampa I did I watched one episode I talked to my husband into watching <laughs> so uh, I you mean we'll do probably it. watch it but it's like they need to rename it to like sexy real estate or something like it's <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like it's a lot it's like I don't know. We've only watched one episode though. So I'm giving it a chance. It wasn't bad. I was just like, wow, this is interesting. (laughs) But there is
1: another one, um, Selling Sunset. It's like the same version of it, but in California. Um, And that one I couldn't really get into. I've seen like a few of those episodes, but they're all kind of the same premise, like these glamorous, sexy lives and you know, all that stuff that makes you want (laughs) to watch it. Like I said, plus a little bit of HGTV too.
0: Yeah. I was just like, are these girls trying to sell houses or get husbands? Both. (laughs) Right. Right. They're doing
1: double duty. A little bit of both. If you kill two birds with one stone, you might as well. (laughs) Sell a
0: husband, get a house. (laughs) Yeah. It was very much like that, but it was only the first episode. So we watched it. We'll give it a chance. It wasn't bad. It was just, I I don't know. It wasn't what you expected, I guess. I don't know what I was expecting because I haven't really watched any new shows in so long. I don't know. It was it wasn't know. bad. I don't know. Watch okay. me next week. And I watch okay. it. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll catch up <laughs> again next week. <laughs> um,
1: so um, this episode is gonna be um it's gonna be good. I'm hoping <laughs> it doesn't like bring any any tears, but if it does, you know, we're just gonna welcome them and the emotions and all that kind of stuff. But um no, so we're gonna talk about what we would tell our younger selves in different stages of life. Yes. Right. So when, you know, we first talked about it at first, it was like just this blanket thing, but it's like, you can't tell yourself one thing when you're looking back, like we're in our thirties. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't tell myself the same thing that I would say when I'm, you know, in college that I would say to myself when I'm seven, you know? So so each stage we have like a little, you know, just piece that we would tell the former Rebecca, the former Keisha, (laughs) um, of advice or just wisdom or, you know, whatever it is that we would want to tell ourselves. Cause I think that's important to look back and, you know, we both have daughters. So these are things that like, I'm sure we'll be teaching them. Um, I can't even imagine when they're like teenagers and college and all these lessons that we've learned, like, they're going to be like, you don't understand, like girl,
0: (laughs) I've been there. <laughs> Hindsight is 2020. Absolutely. Um, so do you want to start first? Uh sure. So we are gonna start like a like a six, seven year old. Is that
1: yeah, just put like youth, so like okay. seven,
0: eight, something like that. All
1: like right. our son's so,
0: age. That's what I would tell little <laughs> Rebecca uh, six, six, seven or eight is to enjoy being a kid more. Like enjoy the freeness and the free spiritedness and really just be yourself. I think, you know, looking at I don't, my daughter's younger, but Benjamin is in that age, even though he's a boy, I see him like, you know, with some struggles he's had with some friends already and just like him kind of figuring out who he is and what groups he's like. I wish I could just tell myself to like be myself, And not be worried about friends or, like, who likes me, who doesn't. Like, even at six, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. I remember, like, you know, the school bus rides. And, like, if you sit in the back, you're the cool kid. Like, at six, like, kindergarten and first grade. Like, I wish I could tell myself to, like, who cares? Like, none of this stuff matters. Like, it seems like the end of the world. But, like, little Rebecca, don't worry about this. Like, don't. don't, Just relax. Like. And I wish I could tell myself to like have more fun, like enjoy playing with toys because those moments you just don't, you know, you don't get back. Like just enjoy being a kid. Like I I tell Benjamin all the time, I'm like, enjoy not having bills, a mortgage, kids to take care of, like a husband, a job. Enjoy this. You're complaining Mm -hmm. that you don't have enough toys. Like, let me give you a laundry list of things to complain about. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's what I would tell little Rebecca. I love it. What about you? What would you tell little Keisha? Um, I would tell her
1: to, um, that she's beautiful. Even though you don't see it now and you're, you know, seven, eight year old self, um, you're beautiful. And to know that, and, you know, understand that beauty is not what you see in magazines. It's not what you see, you know, that society tells you like, there's so much more to beauty than the quote unquote standard, um, But you're beautiful and know that and accept it and just walk in that. Um, Because I feel like those, that was the age of kind of like where, you know, self-esteem really starts. Mm -hmm. And I remember like my mom and my parents and everybody telling me like, you know, oh, you're so beautiful. You're so beautiful. But it's like, you're just saying that because you're my mom. (laughs) And not that I felt ugly, but this is where it started as far as like the, you know, when you have a crush on a little boy and he goes to like a different girl that looks, you know, completely different than you and the girls that everyone had crushes on and, you know, grade school and high school and all these things. is just like, I was never that girl. So because of that, I felt like I wasn't beautiful. So can't say that now, now, even though I look crazy right now with my scarf on, but... (laughs) But I'll put my hair, I'll put on my lip gloss. Like I know I'm, I know I'm beautiful. I know it now, but I wish that I would have known that and accepted that at that age.
0: Yeah. Not yeah. that's a big one, especially like you said, we have daughters and it's like, I try to do good about telling Bianca, like you're beautiful, you're funny, you're smart. Like it's all these things to try to boost her self-confidence now, even though I don't think she a problem with that whatsoever, but. but <laughs> she thinks she's a princess every day, so um yeah. But I, it is something like, you know, to remind, you know, yourself, because we do have little girls. It's like one mm-hmm. of those things that like, it starts at such a young age. It's crazy.
1: It, it is crazy. And that's one thing that like, I always try to make a point if I see a little girl, um, you know, not to say, like I said, there's no standard of beauty, but who doesn't look like the typical, you know, Barbie doll or little girl you would see on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if she's walking past me in a store or, you know, just next to me, like, you know, when the trainers, I'm like, hey pretty girl. Like I'm, you know, just making yeah. a point because I feel like there's also something too when you hear from strangers or like I said, someone who's not your family that's just like, you think I'm pretty? Like <laughs> that just
0: it resonates. So it does. It's a big deal, especially like you said when you're like six, you know? Mm-hmm. You're just trying to figure out so much stuff. Yep. It's crazy. So. Like I wish I remembered more about that age. I don't remember too, too much. I don't do you remember a lot?
1: Um, I do. Um, That's why it was interesting when you said, as far as like the, you know, for for you, you would tell yourself to have fun. Like, I feel like I had a really fun childhood. Like I was, you know, I lived in my imagination and we would be outside making mud pies and doing all this, like, you know, just kid stuff. So I'm thankful for, for those moments. And yeah, I remember, I remember a good bit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think well when I was like six, so my me and my brother are four years apart. So like I started, you know, the bigger sister role a little bit mm-hmm. at like six like, stuff. So I think there's a little bit I kind of took away from myself, like trying to be the second mom. Mm, yeah. So that's why I kind of like, you know, I would tell myself to have more fun and like not worry about like my brother. Right. And be like <laughs> he'll be all right.
1: <laughs> he has parents, he'll be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um no, that's great. Um, so what about for when you
0: were a teenager? So, oh, this is a doozy one. So, I would tell myself to leave Brahim alone. No, (laughs) no, I'm just kidding. He gets Um, the bread of this podcast. uh, I know my husband does. He makes a lot of conversations. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, well, just so everybody knows, I've known my husband since I was 15, so it's kind of a big deal. Like it's it's hard for me to like not loop him in in some way. But we met in 10th grade. I would so. The long and short of my high school career is that me and Brahim dated in 10th grade. We met, dated in 10th grade, dated all of 11th. No, no, I'm sorry. We met in 10th grade, dated all of 11th grade. He broke up with me right before senior year started. Mm -hmm. He figured 10th, 11th, and 12th were somewhat rolled into my relationship with him. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. So I would tell my younger self because I allowed him to destroy my senior year. Like, I was heartbroken mm-hmm. for my entire senior year. I lost all my friends. Aww. I would tell myself that it wasn't worth it. Like, just to forget about it. Look, we're married now. Like, I wish I could That's tell myself, like... That's right. crazy. about it and he's going to come back. Like, he's going to realize he's... They always like, come back. <laughs> like, I wish so badly. I could get back my high school years. Like, I... I definitely ruined my senior year because of him. Like mm-hmm. I allowed him to like, you know what I mean? He didn't do anything to me, but by breaking right. up, right. I gave him all that power and I let him devastate my senior year. So mm-hmm. we're obviously good now. <laughs> Many years later. Him. Yeah. I throw it at him anytime I can, but you know, ruin my senior year. But like, <laughs> so I would go back and tell my high school self that don't let any relationship define you, whether it's a friendship, mm-hmm. a boyfriend, That whatever's meant to be will be, and don't let it destroy memories that you can never get back. Because I could never go back to my senior year at this point. Like I would hope that I could also tell my daughter and my son that, like, it's like whatever you're going through right now, if it's meant to be, look at me and your dad. Like, Mm -hmm. if it's meant to be, it somehow will come back. And if it's not, you have to bless and release, right? Like you have to, because it will literally destroy moments of your life that you can never get back. Right. Like. real.
1: That's a testament to so many, like you just said, so many areas of our life, like beyond relationships, if it's something with a job or life or just whatever's going on. And we focus and hone in on it so heavily (laughs) that it affects, you know, our days, weeks, months, and then, you know, two years down the line, we'll look back and be like, but it all worked out, but how much time did we waste?
0: (laughs) Like that is such a uh, important lesson to learn in life, period. And I don't, like, look, like, you know, obviously we're so much more mature and further along, but I don't know if anyone, like, I'm sure people were telling me that, but I couldn't hear them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, you're just not mature enough at that point. And it was my first relationship. So, but I I wish I could, like, get into my brain and be like, stop it. Like, (laughs)
1: Yes. There's girls our age that we're talking to right now that are going through that. So it's just, you know, I think as women, we just love hard. So um, love hard, you know, imagine for things in the future. So when we feel like it's not working out that way, it's
0: it's devastating. Yeah, for sure. So that's that's my high school stuff. (laughs) How about you? What would you do? What would you tell your high school self?
1: Honestly, and it sounds so weird, but people, you know, have such a... Um, sometimes bad stigma of high school and you know like you know high school was the worst I loved high school like my high school shout out to Sheltonham like <laughs> in Pennsylvania it was um, it was great like the only thing that I would tell myself is just to keep um, to keep staying true to yourself and mm-hmm. keep um, and just know like you know that you're on the right path one thing I felt like me and what and One of my best friends, like we were like the good girls, not that there were like, you know, girls doing crazy stuff, nothing to the extreme that I know of, but, um, but we were like the goody two-shoes and the good girls. And sometimes that like felt like a little annoying or felt, um, you know, like you just just don't want to be labeled as that. But now looking back as an adult, like, thank God, (laughs) thank God I wasn't all out there and in these streets and stuff. So um yeah that would that would be the only thing I would just tell myself just to keep staying true to you
0: yeah that's another thing that's hard like at that age because you're still like learning so much right like I just Mm -hmm. oh I don't know so many things you wish you could like tell your younger self. Mm -hmm. so much but it's so much like like I
1: said these are these would be good lessons for our girls and yeah. You know, that we'll be able to hopefully help steer them in the right direction that they can learn from the things that we didn't realize or things we did learn
0: and, you yeah. know, not have to go down the same path. Yeah. Do you like sometimes hear your parents like trying to tell you, like, do you sometimes like go back to those memories where your parents are telling you, like, don't do Oh, this. absolutely. And now you're like, oh, I, <laughs> I understand. Absolutely.
1: Like I, I think right now. I didn't then, but I do now. One of the things that sticks out in my head, I heard my dad say when I was like, maybe like 16, 17. Like I started working when I was like 16. Like I just wanted a job so bad. And he said, he was like, you'll have the rest of your life to work. Don't be in such a rush to to get a job. And that like, as I'm, you know, just been in different career paths, working on that kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. get tired, drained. Like I hear that just in the back of my mind. (laughs) Like, yeah, yeah, no, I hear things that my parents say all the time. You too?
0: They are, yeah, I mean, you know, I don't want to give them too much credit, at least my parents, but <laughs> but they do like some things just, yeah, they resonate and they've kind of stuck with you. Like I remember my mom, both my parents really, they never, I don't know if it was good or bad, but they never like harped on me for my grades. Like they never, as long as I was doing the best that I could, right? Like they were never like, you're staying in your room and doing your homework. You got to, like, they never were like, you need to be a straight A student, right? It was like, mm-hmm. do the best you can. And see how it goes. Like, and if you're trying your hardest, because I was just always a naturally hard worker, they always would say to me, like, when you go to the doctors, when you go see an attorney, do you know what their grades were in high school? Do you know if they were the top of their class or did they just graduate? Mm -hmm. Like little things like that, where it's like, I think you have to know your kid too. Like my parents knew I wasn't going to be a slacker. Like it just wasn't who I was. Mm -hmm. But by them saying stuff like that, it kind of like in a weird way drove me to do better. But they never like like I said, I don't know if it's good or bad. Like, and I think it depends on the kid, but I do remember them saying like, don't put so, cause I was putting pressure on myself. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like an overachiever, like type a crazy person. And even as he, like in high school, I was like that. So they, they always were just like, you don't know if the surgeon that's doing your brain surgery was the valedictorian or just skirted by, like, you don't know. Like at yes. the end of the day, some of this stuff will not matter. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the only things that from high school, like I kind of, it just reminded me that like I'm putting so much pressure on myself I'm doing this to myself and I can right. chill back a little bit That's
1: so interesting. I've never heard, like, it's, I have that same exact, like, testimony. (laughs) Like, I've never heard anyone else say that. I was the same type of way. Like, I was the same kid. My parents, I don't remember them, like you said, being like, you know, like, do good, like, get, you know, straight A's. And, you know, are you doing your homework? Like, I was just self-motivated. And I just would go in my room, get my assignments done. Like, I wanted to do good. Not that I, you know, was a valedictorian or, you know, had like a 4.0. But um, I just, I got my things done. And even now to this day, like, you know recently going on some interviews and things like that they're like you know what motivates you I'm like I'm just
0: motivated <laughs> like, you, know you, you, have you either coach. are or you're not yeah. exactly I agree with you and that's why I think it's a slippery slope though when you have to like know your kid because if you exactly. say that wrong kid, you give them mm. too way to just sit back <laughs> that's true that is so true but if you're like you and I where it's like yourself so self-motivated there's like you're just almost being too hard on yourself and I think mm-hmm. they were just reminding me that like It's okay not to get straight A's. It's okay to get a B. It's okay. Like the world's gonna be okay. You're gonna be okay.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: But yeah, that's funny that you had the same type of
1: Yeah, same. I didn't know that about you. Yeah. Um, all right. So what would you say to yourself? What were we
0: saying? Like late 20s? Yeah.
1: Oh no, did we skip? Oh, uh, college. We skipped one. College. We skipped over college. (laughs) I'm like, wait, there's something missing.
0: Yes, college. All right, you start this time, you go to college.
1: Okay. Um
0: Do all of the things,
1: (laughs) like do all of the things, do not be focused on a relationship or, you know, be so uh, gung ho about wanting to get married and all these things. Like in college, that was just, you know, in my mind, that was like the next thing. So I wish that I would have taken more time to really focus on me and where I want to go without the idea of any guy in mind like I remember the guy I was dating in college um I I was like a fashion major at one point well that was like my concentration so you know a lot of stuff for that is in New York but I'm like but but he's not gonna be in New York did it like who the heck (laughs) am I with him to this day no (laughs) like it's just like things like that like I just wish I would have focused more on on my goals my wants my dreams without any attachment to anybody else and just
0: would have went for it. Right. That's yeah. I agree with you. Mine similar (laughs) Similar in that I just wish that I so when I was in college, I switched majors like 150 times. I I don't know. It just was a mess. I'm I'm very much a mess. But (laughs) I I I don't even really know the degree I would tell myself, but I would tell myself not to worry about what your major is. I was so Mm -hmm. focused on when I first went to school, I wanted to be a dentist So I got accepted into that program, the pre-dental program, and then I started not doing well in it. And I just beat myself up, switched majors just because I wanted to get out. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, I don't use my degree for anything right now. I graduated. That's another podcast topic. (laughs) So I wish I could tell myself, who cares? Like, it's it's all going to work out kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And to your point, like, just have fun. Like, don't. Stress so much about it. It's all going to work out, and not worry about relationships, which I did too much. I actually did not go to Drexel. Got accepted to Drexel because Brahim was there. I went to Temple instead, mm. and you know, I probably should have went to Drexel and did my first major, and not did. I graduated with sociology degree, and I sell dental supplies. What the hell is that? <laughs> it has nothing to do with anything? So yeah, I just wish you know, like you said, I wish I could have more fun. I wish I could take that time to learn who I was more instead of worrying about mm-hmm. other people and not worry so much not not worry about school but not be so fixated on like the end result of like what am I gonna do with it like just actually maybe take some time to explore what I was passionate about instead mm-hmm. of worrying about what the degree said if that makes right. any sense right. I don't did you end up graduating with the same degree that you went in with like the same major you had
1: um I did you did. did. Exactly.
0: hmm um, so, Like,
1: <laughs> say it again. I feel like that's rare. You know, a lot of people, I'm trying that's what I'm trying to think. Like, but I feel like it took a while. I did I definitely definitely didn't declare anything in my freshman year. I think I maybe declared something like my sophomore year, okay. um, as far as like a major. But um, but yeah,
0: am I doing it to this day? No. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, You gave yourself that year. I never even thought to do that
1: honestly, it could be two years because your first two years are really a majority of your prerequisites, like your, you know, gen eds and stuff. And then your junior, senior year, kind of when you get more into like your field and things like that. So anyone who's in college, if you're listening, (laughs) like if you're not sure, take your time, take your
0: time. Yeah. Actually, I wish I could tell myself I went to school. I wish I could have told myself this to go to school for business because business translates to everything, It does, which Mm -hmm. is like the only thing like you can't, Sociology, I literally don't know what I would do. I have no idea, which you said, totally not an episode, but like business, you just to know that information is so worthwhile, mm-hmm. like for life in general. It is. I you would do anything. You could yeah. be a hairdresser
1: and have a business degree and then open up your own salon and have so much of the knowledge and information. Like, yeah, yeah. you can't go wrong with business. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty much mine in a nutshell. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh. All right. So now we're going to like mid to late 20s.
0: Mentally until 20s. Do you want to go or you want me to go? You could go ahead. All right. mid 20s. <laughs> so, all right. That At that point in my life, I was... So, I had my boyfriend at the time that I bought a house with. I wish I would go back and tell myself not to buy a house with someone I was not married to. I think that was a big mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, I would never do it again. I would never advise anybody to ever buy properties with someone you're not married to. Just my opinion. But it did not work out well for me. <laughs> um. <laughs> Um, (laughs) so I would tell any younger self, myself and anybody I met not to buy property, anybody you're not married to. And then I'd also tell that, tell my younger self to not, even though like late twenties, you're kind of ready to get settled down. Like, don't stress out about that either, which I mean, I was kind of single for a very short period of time and then Brahim kind of resurfaced, which I know he comes up a lot, but, (laughs) (laughs) um, But just to not put pressure on stuff, like not put pressure on the relationship, even though you're getting kind of close to your 30th birthday and you're you know, maybe getting settled in a career, just not, don't, like I wish I could tell myself not to stress out about those societal standards of like where you need to be, when, because Mm -hmm. it gets in your head and it ruins, again, those precious times of your life that you throw away because you're too worried about fitting everyone's norms. And it's, it's frustrating. I wish I could just tell myself not to worry about it. Um,
1: yeah. No, a hundred percent. Um, how about you? For me, similar to what you said, like definitely not worrying about things like around 25 ish. Like I've never forget. I remember I called it like a quarter life crisis. Like I had a whole, <laughs> a whole thing. Like I remember getting ready to turn 25 and I was like, but I'm not where I'm supposed to be in life. And where am I going? What am I doing? It was just like, I did not want to celebrate my birthday. It was a whole thing. And like you said, to put in that pressure on yourself to just be at a certain place in this timeline that we give ourselves in our head, which is, usually unrealistic and God is looking down laughing at us like, ha, huh, please. Like <laughs> that's cute. So you think, um, <laughs> but <laughs> that would be like as far as like mid-20s, later 20s. So by that point, I was already married. Like I was I got married really young. And I think that um that I think it was due to the timeline, like looking at I guess societal things. And, you know, even things from our parents, generations, grandparents, like they got married at like 18, 19, 20, like these 24, these, these young ages. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, like I want to be married by 24. Um, but looking back, I'm like, I was a baby. Yeah. I was a baby. And I was not ready. <laughs> um, and it, that was just a whole, yeah, it was a, it was a realization, but I never would have realized it. I guess had I not gone through it. Um, yeah. And I would tell myself to to stop caring what other people think. That's something I would say I just kind of gained in these last three-ish years or so. <laughs> like, I couldn't, I don't want to say I couldn't care less because I you know care about what people think a little bit. But not to the extreme of when I did then. Like, I felt like I was just so, um, I don't know, confined and just living in a box of what, you know, People around me were thinking that I should be, or trying to be something that I'm not, and all these things. And I just wish that I could have been like, F what these people think. I'm going to do me, (laughs) like, and have that confidence, or, you know, be and do things like this. Like, I'm thankful for it now because. I never would have just jumped in to do a podcast. because I'd have been like, what are people gonna think about what I'm saying? I'm not a speaker, I don't care. Like, right, right. <laughs> like right. you are not, and that was one big realization. Like, you are not paying my bills. Right. Like, what? Nope. That check did not clear. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's a big realization. So, anyone <laughs> around that age range, or even if you're, you know, in your 30s or whatever, like, the more, the, the quicker you can stop caring about what other people think. The freer your life will be.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it's it was later. I didn't start really getting into that mindset until I would say the last couple years. Even mm-hmm. like I don't, and I, I think I'm a little. I know I'm a little older than you. I'm <laughs> 39. just a tiny so like, bit. <laughs> I'm closer to the other end of like forty, <laughs> but but I don't think I fully ever really stopped caring until like maybe thirty five. Mm-hmm. I still was too hung up on worrying about what people think and it was like setting me back you know from so many things that I could have been doing it's a shame but mm-hmm. yeah in hindsight it's 2020
1: always <laughs> always sure. always
0: but that was so good yeah, I, well, I think it. we learned a lot that we could tell mm-hmm. our daughters and hopefully help them for sure <laughs> <Call our
1: daughters, laughs> any other young women we come into contact with like yeah. If you are a woman and you're listening to these lessons, pass them on to your kids. Your, you know, yeah. any young younger women that are around you. I
0: think it's needed. Even though I can already hear Bianca and Olivia being like, right, "Mom, leave me alone." And I'm like, Mom, we already don't leave us alone. We know. We know. <laughs> they
1: are. There's many things that I'm not worried about them. They They are headstrong little yeah. girls. Yep. So they are going to take this world by storm.
0: <laughs> already bossing us around. At least girl. <laughs> These little girls. Mm. Like, I had <laughs> Bianca with all this confidence that I didn't have. And now, yep. But yeah. no, they'll they'll be good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. All um, right. Well, we have some exciting news, right? Yay! We have a name for the segment.
1: <laughs> so we are going to jump into... The last call That's The last call It's official It's official That is what we're calling it So if it's your first time Tuning in um, This is the part of the uh, Of the podcast Where we jump into um Just our week And what you know Is something that happened In our week That made us want to Take a shot Because it was just So crazy So annoying You were just like I need a shot <laughs> Um, And then something In our week That um was great And that was awesome That happened That made us want to Toast or cheers to it So we're calling this part the last call. We didn't have a name for the first couple episodes, but now we do. Yeah, the last call is official. Yes. Um, so start out with the shots. Oh, and, um, a friend of mine told me we should add this disclaimer. We do not condone, uh, <laughs> um, any type of, you know, inebriation, drinking. drinking and driving, any of that stuff. Oh God, no. Stay, stay safe, drink at home. <laughs> um, no, it's all jokes, but, um, what happened in this last week since
0: our last recording that made you want to take a shot? All right, so what maybe me want to take a shot was that I lost my voice for two days last week. Yes. And let me just tell you, it's horrible because everyone thinks you have COVID no matter what illness you have. So 17,000 COVID tests later, I was about to plaster it to my forehead, but no, I did not have COVID. And I felt completely fine. However, com- like you heard it, it was bad. It had like moments where it would slightly be more robotic-esque and somewhere it was like a high-pitched screaming bird dying. It was bad. And I have another podcast and I had an episode on Thursday that I needed to record. And God bless Keisha came with the idea of having my husband do it for me because I I could it would have been an embarrassment to anything. I couldn't have done it. So my husband did my podcast for me. But yeah, take a shot because I could not talk for two days. Someone stole my voice. So that's so
1: weird. weird. I mean, it just jumped right back. Like, I'm I'm thankful that you're back to normal now. But I was like, oh my god, is she even gonna be back to normal? Like, you know, by the time we had to record, um, yeah.
0: yeah, we recorded a podcast the night before I lost my voice. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. And so I mean, my, random. It was like a little bit off, but not like mm-hmm. what you heard. It was bad. Like I don't, I don't know. Whatever. It's, it was fine. I felt totally fine. I mean, whatever it was, it just attacked my vocal cords and cut moving. So we're all good. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> How <laughs> oh, about you? What made you want to take a shot? For
1: me, the past few days, I guess since, what, about Saturday-ish, um, and today's Tuesday, I, my back <laughs> has been oh. killing me. Um, And this is, I guess, the point of the 30s when you just wake up with random ailments <laughs> and you don't know why, <laughs> oh. but it's just progressively been getting worse. And I'll sometimes, like, wake up with, like, a random, you know, like, little twinge in my back, but it's, like, my lower back. And it's just progressively getting worse and worse. So it was to the point where like Sunday, like I could not bend over. Um, even yesterday, yesterday was pretty bad. Like laying down hurt, like everything just hurt. So, you know, when you can't do much physically, whether you're sick or you have pain, it just sucks. And especially for it to be days on end, like I've just felt so yuck. That's <laughs> and I, yep. So I feel a little bit better now recording the podcast and took a bunch of Motrin home um, and- what? All of that stuff, but no, I feel I feel pretty okay now. If if I were to bend over, I would still feel it, but you know, I've been sitting here for the last however long, and I haven't had any pain. So, oh my
0: gosh, girl! Well, hopefully, yeah, I'm not
1: yeah, I hope so. I think so. Oh, but I wanted to take up. a shot. Um, I know high tub <laughs> date is coming soon. <laughs> relax your back. <laughs> yes, goodness. Um, Okay, so what made you want to take a to toast? What made you want to cheers? What did you want to cheers to? My cheers,
0: I just remembered. Okay, good. (laughs) I'm actually going to a real life happy hour tomorrow. Oh, yeah. It was supposed to be last week, but it got rescheduled because I lost my vocal cords. And my friend's like, why would I want to go to dinner with you if I can't talk to you? I'm like, it's true. Good point. (laughs) So I'm going, I'm super excited that I'm actually going to be able to physically cheers with somebody. Yay. In real life. Mm-hmm. I get a awesome. night out. I'm I'm not coming home until after my kids go to bed. Yes. I have to walk around Target because I don't want to come home. <laughs> That's a smart idea. <laughs> after That's the restaurant, I'm go to Target. i for an actual real life happy hour. Hey,
1: you deserve it. That's exciting. And we need a um, real life one too. <laughs> we do. This, this week is actually um, restaurant week in Philly. But I mean, I know this week is like almost going to be done, but... Yeah. But yes, but not that's exciting. Enjoy. Oh, thank you. Yep. Mine is, can you guys hear me? Do I sound like a human? Do I sound not fuzzy? It's having the equipment working. You hear me for a second. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm just like, <laughs> that is, that that literally made my whole day. Like I have been elated since then. So thank you for tuning in. If you guys have listened to our last two episodes and heard my janky sound. It was so, <laughs> such a hot mess and a little ghetto, but it'll be one of those things, a hundred episodes down the line. We'll look back and be like, oh my God, how far have we come? I've had the equipment since day one, but I just could not get it to work. So shout out to my friend. I have a friend who's a musician, and producer, Brookhouse Global, John Brookhouse. I told him I would shout him out. Thank you for helping me to hook up my sound. Thank Um, you for helping
0: Keisha because now it's (laughs) great.
1: Yes, now it's down good and clear. I can hear good and clear. Um, That made me very, very happy.
0: (laughs) Yes, I love it. Yes, thank you out there. I appreciate it because I am not the tech friend. Not at all. (laughs) It was a struggle, but three episodes in, we got Got it
1: um but that's that's pretty much it thank you guys for tuning in um yeah see us next week on on wednesday again get a real little hump day blues yep cheers 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 to you new happy hour bestie we hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the happy hour Combos podcast and your drinks too If you enjoyed this podcast, do us a favor and share this show with your bestie. Or you can go on over to follow our Instagram page to help grow our happy hour community and keep the conversations going.